And I think personalization is everything. That's how you rise above the noise. If you're trying to do everything for everybody, article spinning, resharing this, copy paste that, 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 um, and you're just saying, oh, what, what, well, you know, who's this for? It's for everybody. Everybody can use it. Well, I think you're missing the boat there. Um, so really, really hone down. So, you know, the more specific you get, the better off it is, the easier you'll find it is to convey your story to others or share your story when you're specific. From cave drawings to family histories to stories around the fire, humans crave order among chaos, connection amid isolation. So we tell stories. Our mission at the Storytellers Network is to bring the art of story to the masses. Whether you're in marketing, you're an entrepreneur, or you're developing your own personal brand, telling your story effectively can make the difference between celebrating milestones and collecting unemployment. The Storytellers Network strives to help storytellers tell their stories so you can learn from the best. Now, your host, the inbound evangelist himself, Dan Moyle. And welcome to the Storytellers Network Podcast. I am your host, Dan Moyle, and I'm so glad that you're joining me today for this show. Because in this episode, we hear from Jamie J. Now, if you've been a listener for this uh, this show for a while, you've heard me mention Jamie. He is uh, with Podcast Pilot and Casterly, just an amazing guy. But he is he's so much more than that. He is uh, a storyteller for sure, and you'll hear that as we get into our, our interview here in a minute. But Jamie is he's an amateur hockey player. He's a starter geek who founded Slapshot Studios back in 2013, uh, which combined uh, the, the business that builds websites with his love of hockey. So that was really cool. Uh, Jamie's also, as I mentioned, the host of Stop Riding the Pine podcast, uh, where he interviews, uh, he, he has conversations with change makers and disruptors. Love that label. Uh, he interviews leading marketing experts, thought leaders, authors, entrepreneurs to bring listeners successful strategies in today's marketplace. It's a great show. Definitely go listen to that. Um, and if that wasn't enough, as I mentioned earlier, Jamie J is co-owner of Podcast Pilot and Casterly with his girlfriend, Sarah, helping build up the world of podcasts by taking care of things like production, post-production, uh, coaching for aspiring podcast hosts. And today, Jamie J shares with the Storytellers Network his storytelling craft, his experiences, his ups and his downs, in other words, his story. Now, as always, before we get into today's conversation, just a reminder to find us online at thestorytellersnetwork.com for more episodes, stuff from season one, for how to contact us and other resources to help you better tell your story. And truly, there are resources there with, uh, with links to great uh, storytellers, uh, coaches. So go look at that, please. Uh, it's not me. It's not affiliate links or anything. It's just good stuff to help you tell your story a little bit better. And if you like what we're doing here, please consider leaving us a review in Apple Podcasts or you know, anywhere else that you're listening. Uh, it helps us reach new storytellers. With that, let's get to the stories. All right, so there's my intro. Here's the man, the myth, the legend on screen with you and in your ears, Jamie J. Jamie, thanks for being here, brother. Oh, thanks so much, man. This is exciting. Congrats on your show. Oh, thanks, man. And I'll tell you what, you know, I it wouldn't be here without you guys. As I mentioned in the intro podcast pilot and casterly, you know, you guys supported me from the very beginning. You reached out and uh, gave me a little bit of like just friendly mentor coach type thing just as friends. And man, I, I appreciate it. I can't thank you enough still. Oh, dude, oh, you're the man. <laughs> and as I mentioned in my intro, you're a hockey guy. So as I'm drinking my coffee, uh, if you're watching on YouTube, oh. you can see my, my red wings there. So go wings, but uh, there you go. <laughs> a couple, couple of hockey souls here. So, um, so I like to start off with uh, asking where everybody is, because I like the idea that you can be a storyteller from anywhere. So where, where is home for you, Jamie J? 
Home for me is Springfield, Missouri. Beautiful Springfield, Missouri. All right. How far is that from, I mean, everybody knows where St. Louis is probably. So how, yeah. how far are you from St. Louis? Well, St. Louis is in the Northeast corner. I'm in the Southwest corner. Okay. I'm about 30 minutes, 45 minutes North of Branson. Missouri. Okay. So that's the other place everybody knows is Branson. So you're close yep. to Branson. All right, cool. And so you're out, out kind of in, in not a metropolis, which is nice to know that to be a storyteller, you don't have to be in mm. like a giant city. So no, no, yeah, no, that's cool. pretty small. I think it's 150,000. <laughs> Very cool. Well, but I appreciate it making- compared to where I lived about 15 miles south of here, which is Ozark, which was like 10,000. <laughs> oh, okay. Nice. Yeah, that wouldn't be so bad. Ozark is beautiful, isn't it? Is that by the Lake of the Ozarks? Uh, no, Lake of the Ozarks is uh, north, kind of in the middle of the state, okay. in between Kansas City and uh, St. Louis. Um, we're, I lived in Ozark, Missouri, um, but it's still the Ozarks because the range goes down, and but there's beautiful lakes everywhere. It's so gotcha. beautiful here. Yeah. Um, and if you're watching on YouTube, which by the way, for the listeners, you can go to YouTube and see it, see these interviews. You've got uh, a picture behind you. This is gorgeous. Is that, is that your backyard or is that? Uh, yeah, I wish. No, no, this is, uh, <laughs> I love it. This is, this is stock photo art from Unsplash, but I, I really like the picture. So I put oh, it on man. there. Unsplash is amazing for anybody listening that wants art, go to Unsplash for sure. Uh, hey, so, all right. So do you consider yourself a storyteller? Heck Yeah. 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 Where does that start for you? Can you, are you, have you always been a storyteller or can you kind of point to a spot where you're like, okay, I can do this thing. Well, I think, I think, I think I was a storyteller before I realized or attached storyteller to it. Um, because there's always, uh, it seems like, you know, life experiences, um, have helped me form, a perspective I think that's that's really really cool so that when I think is really cool so I can help solve solutions or challenges or problems through the art of storytelling based on personal experiences and a lot of times what I've gone through a lot of other people have experienced or are experiencing so they can resonate with that and I think through example uh, through example storytelling exists and and whether it's on your podcast, Stop Writing the Pine, or whether it's helping somebody develop a business and, and creating websites or whatever, or it's working with somebody looking for help with like virtual assistants. Do you find yourself using story in every one of those areas? Oh my gosh. Every time. It's so funny because you start seeing people nod their head yeah. and they're like, ah, they're resonating through this. And I'm like, yeah. So when I did this, this happened, they're like, oh my gosh, that totally happened. You know? Yeah. So when this happens, this, uh, it, it, yeah, it's all, I think, I think storytelling you know, you, people put a negative connotation on sales, um, but anybody that is um, owns their own company or anybody that is in charge of a certain thing or wanting to grow at all, um, they in essence share a story that is sales, no matter if it's um, wanting to go uh, away on a weekend with your wife or, you know, your husband, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, whatever it is, um, you're going to tell a story to make it seem attractive to them to want to go on this vacation or whatever that may be. So I, I think it's in all aspects of life. And did you have to uh, use storytelling to convince Sarah to go on a worldwide sailing trip someday? Or was oh that pretty my easy? Gosh. <laughs> it's a continuing saga. I love yeah. that story. I love it. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so, so does it help to be a storyteller as a business owner, as an entrepreneur then it sounds like? hundred percent. 
hundred percent. Yeah. Cause you have to tell, there has to be a story associated with, especially now um, in today's business climate, we move from that transactional based economy to a relationship based economy. And what better way to establish relationships than through story? Absolutely. And what do you think, in getting outside of the business side of it, what do you think we love as humans about storytelling in general? I think it's entertainment, the entertainment value. Um, if I was going to say, hey, uh, sorry, Dan, I got to go. I'm going to run to the store. Well, that's not much of a story. But if I say something like, oh, my gosh, I'm so excited because there's this beautiful big tree outside that when I pass, I always look up and I see this. So when I'm on my way to the store, I don't know. It's just a really neat way. The deeper you can go on describing it and realizing what's around you, um, I think it makes things more entertaining, whether it's with friends, business, whatever. And so on the flip side of that, that's what we love about it. What's one of the hardest things about storytelling, whether it's a business person or anybody else? Realizing that a story needs to be associated with everything. So I think many people just get caught up in the mundane day-to-day things and they take everything for granted and forget to elaborate on beautiful stories. I mean, you can make days so much better if you share um, your experiences and your feelings, I think, instead of just saying or doing and and on stop riding the pine you interview people so you're hearing stories all the time so you've probably you know you've heard hundreds of stories now yeah do you so so you're a storyteller but you're also a story listener i guess right kind of a conveyor yeah Yeah. what 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 do you take away from all those stories is there do you find yourself in a daily kind of like oh i remember when so-and-so told me this or i remember this i mean do you just is that how, how amazing is it you get to hear stories i guess right Oh my God. It was, see, that's, what's cool about what you're doing right here. We're just having a conversation. And from this, I'll probably reference something from our conversation later today (laughs) because it's new and fresh and and really cool and exciting. And it's, uh, it's no pressure, just, you know, just hanging out. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, that's a good thing the other day. And and please forgive me. I can't think of the name off the top of my head. I will remember it. Um, But he described life he had a really unique analogy for life. And I was like, that is so cool. And I've used that several times because I listened, I consumed his story. And the way that he described life was being hooked up to a cardiac um, rhythmic machine, you know, in the hospital. Mm -hmm. What happens to that machine if someone passes? It stops working, right? Yeah. Solid life. Right? Yeah. What happens to that machine if they're hooked up to it and their heart's pumping away? Oh, it's going crazy. Yeah. So it's, it's constant up and down, right? So the, his analogy was if you're not experiencing the highs and lows of life, you're flatlined, you're dead, Mm. right? You're not dead, but you're really not doing, but in life there's good times. There's bad times. There's good times, there's bad times. You know what? Appreciate that. Whether it's a good time or a bad time, learn from it and go on. And I thought that analogy, I was like, that is amazing. That is so Mm -hmm. cool. The peaks and the valleys tell the story of our life, don't they? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. What what do you think, thinking over your 200 episodes or so uh, of Stop Writing the Pine, do you have a favorite story that you've heard? Mm. Gosh, there's, there's a couple, but... Yeah, there's one that I heard. Um, a gentleman that I interviewed, he was a former NHL player, uh, Terry Yake. He told me a story about one day in class. Uh, the teacher said, okay, everybody, it's, uh, 
you know, it's time for you to do the next assignment. And what I want you to do is write down what you want to be when you grow up and then come up here in front of the class and tell me about it. Mm -hmm. So everybody wrote down, you know, doctors and lawyers and this and that and, you know, whatever. And he came up and he says, I want to be a, a player in the National Hockey League. The teacher says, okay, Terry, go sit down, come back with something that's realistic. What do you want to do? <laughs> and it blew, like, I was like, wait, first of all, a teacher saying that to me, like, it blew my mind. Mm -hmm. And he's like, you know what happened? I did make the NHL. I was the first person in the, in the Mighty Ducks of Anaheim to ever score a hat trick for that organization. And uh, I came back to that same teacher years later. They asked me back to speak. And he went up to that teacher and he says, hey, guess what? I made the NHL. And he walked right away. <laughs> and I just thought that was fantastic. What, a, what an incredible story. Isn't that fun? That's awesome. Uh, yeah, I, I'm sure it's got to be hard to, to pick one story. I mean, that's a great one. But, I, you know, man, there, there has to be just – so for me, like every time I walk away from one of these interviews on Storytellers Network, I'm charged up, man. I'm, I've taken something in. I've learned something. I, I love what I do. That's the power of podcasting for me. Mm. I mean, I assume it's similar for you, but what else is the power of podcasting when it comes to storytelling that you love so much? Well, I think it's you really get an intimate insight into someone else's perspective, someone else's life. And it's so cool. I, it, like, we're the best us. We're the, I'm the best me. You're the best you. There's no one else that's you. There's no one else that's me. There's people that have aligned similar belief systems. And there's people that, you know, have a similar story, but no one is ever going to have the exact same experience that you have. And conversely, or adversely, when you're, when you're interviewing or talking with these other guests, you get 15, 20, 30, an hour of their time to listen to what they've experienced in their lives and the good things and the bad things and the lessons. And the, it's all about, I just love, it's like reading a book. Every time you're, you're, they're opening up their book to you and it's just, it's incredible. I love it. Yeah. So we've, we've talked about podcasting, about um, speaking in front of groups. You just mentioned book. Is there, is there an effect that different media has on storytelling for you, whether it's, you know, or, or as, as a, as a um, consumer of story, mm. Do you, you know, is there, you know, book is different or is podcasting different? I mean, how does all this different kind of media platforms affect storytelling craft? Yeah, that's a great question. Holy cow. I'd like to hear what your answer is on that one. I mean, for me, I think it's always, it, you know, as a consumer, I, I like to take in story in different ways, mm. right? I, I mean, I, I don't read as much as I, as I should, but I love to read. I just read a book not too long ago called Fearless about a, a, a Navy SEAL mm. and, and his faith walk. And just, and it was all about his relationship with God and it was amazing. But then I went to a movie and I went with my family and I saw Sherlock Gnomes, the, <laughs> the gnome animation thing, right? And, and it was awesome and it was so much fun and it was the same old story. It was, you know, some people are in trouble, they go rescue them, in the middle there's some humor, right? So, but then I get to sit and listen to, um, to podcasts and I, and I recently found the, the, new, the new version from Jordan, um, from uh, Harbinger, Jordan Harbinger. The Jordan Harbinger show. Yeah, he has a he has a, a rebooted show, and and I just listened to that story, that interview, and I thought, man, this is like sitting and listening to a conversation, and I'm just kind of eavesdropping with their permission. <laughs> yeah. So you know whether it's a the small screen or a or a big movie screen or it's book. I mean, I just think that that each medium has its own way 
of telling that story. And I, and I love to personally dabble in each one of them as a storyteller. And, and rightfully so, um, because us as humans, um, we get used to being where we're at. Right. I, mm-hmm. There's a bunch of different ways of saying that, but basically um, if, if I, I, I like writing, I, I like reading, I like watching television. Um, well, I don't like watching television. I don't watch news or anything like that, but I like, <laughs> uh, you know, I like binge watching series or, you know, stuff like that. It's Sarah and I, uh, my girlfriend, we're just, we're loving the crown right now. So we're watching oh, yeah. that. Um, and, and these, you know, sometimes it's nice to take a departure because I'm, I'm really into business. I love business. Like I, that is a passion, like hockey business together, <laughs> right? It's, that's what I love. That's what gives me energy. So I enjoy consuming uh, business books and, and, you know, listening to business podcasts, but it's also a really nice departure to go off into fantasy land, something that's totally fiction um, or somewhat you know, nonfiction, but just has nothing to do with my day-to-day world. Um, and that departure is kind of like, uh, it's, a, it's a nice creative outlet. And, and oftentimes, um, what's unique is I just wrote a newsletter uh, that we send out a weekly newsletter. And the first one, I tell them about my experience last month and what's coming up this month. And I was so, my writing style was even affected because of me binge watching this crown, you know, all mm. proper English speaking. And <laughs> I started getting into this. I'm like, what the heck am I writing? Like, that is not me, but I sent it out there, you know? So it's just fun. I like, I like hearing and, and because of the influence, the indirect influence that that show had on me, um, it made me tell a story and in, in a different way. So it was kind of, kind of cool. That's awesome. As as a storyteller then, so obviously binge watching uh, affects what you're doing in your life affects what you're storytelling, but do you have an inspiration that gets you juiced up and ready to tell a story or maybe, maybe like, like a muse inspiration type thing, or is there a certain thing that you do in order to get ready into that storytelling mode? Yeah. Good question. Sometimes it is forced. Um, and sometimes I just don't have it. Um, yeah. but, but but what I've been doing lately, I heard from Rob Cressy, who's, who's amazing. Um, and I told him, you know, I, I was writing a book at one point, and I, I don't know, I had 80, 100 pages written. And someone hopped on our boat while Sarah and I went to, it was parked at the more, more uh, parked at the, uh, you know, the boat parking place. I forget, we, Marina. Marina, and yeah. We went to get some to, leave, to lunch, and we came back. Someone had gone on a boat, hopped on our boat, and stole my briefcase with my laptop and the hard, external hard drive. I lost everything and I just couldn't get back into it. Right. I was having a lot of fun writing it and I lost all that stuff, all that research, all the memories, all the discussions. And then, you know, a couple of years later I talked to, you know, recently I talked to Rob Cressy and he's like, dude, you can't eat an elephant at once. Just a little one bite at a time to set your alarm for 30 minutes a day or set a, you know, egg timer, whatever it is. And just write, don't put an end date in time. Just write 30 minutes. Here it is almost three weeks later and I've written almost every single day for 30 minutes with no end goal. I didn't do an outline. I didn't do all of that stuff. I'm just writing and it's just flowing out. Hmm. It's pretty doggone cool. That's awesome. Do you, so I, you know, I've, as a former blogger uh, and and marketing person, I've probably written, I don't know how many books (laughs) just because of (laughs) the articles that I've written. But I mean, that's like, I always found that I just, I just had to write, like I had a deadline, I had a a responsibility, I had to get this done. 
is there, you know, a, a way other than just kind of to do it, like you said, set, set aside 30 minutes, just do it. Is there anything that you do? Do you, you know, play jazz or, um, you know, always drink a Red Bull or something? Like, is there anything that, that you do that makes it exactly the same every time or no? Well, I do like to put on my Jack Johnson. I know we're both huge fans of Jack Johnson. <laughs> so I've got him programmed in here to my, I'm going to say Lexa, not the other word, but you know what I'm talking about there. Yeah. Other words, Alexa reacts. Oh, got me. <laughs> um, so I have the Alexa and I just say, hey, Alexa, play some Jack Johnson there. And Jack Johnson pops on and keep it at like two or three point volume. And that's kind of soothing to me. I'm really big into that kind of urban folky music. So that stuff kind of, kind of calms me down. And then, uh, yeah, I, I usually have that going in the background and then I don't have anything else going. If I'm in a writing mode, I don't have anything else going except for that screen, mm-hmm. um, that word document, which is really cool. I even click the do not disturb on my Mac and I set my phone, I plug it in and I put it in the bedroom. Um, another thing is I don't sleep with the phone in the bedroom. Usually, mm-hmm. usually I leave it in my office. Um, so we have another alarm clock if I need to wake up, but fortunately Sarah's always an early riser. So I wake up with her, but, but, but I think little things like that, getting away from the tech every once in a while really helps the creative flow as well. So yeah, if, if I'm doing that, try not to get any distractions and, and I have a goal. So I do the 12 week year, you know, I, I, I set the time for each portion of the day and, um, I just go into the next thing. I always take a little break. I step outside or I'll do a little walk before I get going. Or if I'm, if I can't think of anything and I'm just sitting here, maybe I stand up and uh, yeah. Hmm. I love, love the 12 week year idea. I, we, we do that too. So yeah, that's nice. Yeah. Isn't it? yeah. Uh, so, okay. So let's say you've, you've written your book. Let's say you've written a, an amazing article or you've recorded something that you want to get out there. How how do we rise above the noise now? How are we as storytellers going to get out there and make a difference? Well, first of all, I think you have to be intentional. It, it depends on what your end goal is, I think. But for me, I want to share what I learned with other people in whatever it is. So I have a specific target. Whether this is for fun or business, doesn't matter. You still have to be intentional and you have to know who your audience is um, if you want to rise above the noise. Right. So typically speaking in my in my circle, um, it's business related. And and so when you're writing something, uh, I write to one person. So I might have um, an avatar that is Dan Moyle. So I will pretend like I'm writing a message, an article, an email to Dan. Right. So my that's who I'm writing it to I can I see you I see you sitting there I see the headphones on I see the mic right I see you know inbound evangelist Dan Moyle you know I see all of that and that's when I that's my frame of mind and I think by doing that in doing that it personalizes it and I think personalization is everything that's how you rise above the noise if you're trying to do everything for everybody article spinning resharing this copy paste that 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 um and you're just saying oh what 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 you know, who's this for? It's for everybody. Everybody can use it. Well, I think you're missing the boat there. Um, so really, really hone down. So, you know, the more specific you get, the better off it is, the easier you'll find it is to convey your story to others or share your story when you're specific. And so if you can't be everything to everybody, and I totally agree with that, can, can you be everywhere to reach that one person you want to be? I mean, should you, you know, you've got, you've got Twitter cracking down on certain 
things with their terms of service and whatever. You've got Facebook that cracks down on business pages and you can't have organic reach anymore. You got people joining Snapchat and, and I've never heard of it or whatever, like all these different things. And you're thinking, man, as a, as a storyteller, as a business person, as a marketer, as a whatever, where the hell can I go? Yeah. Like what, what do you suggest to people? Well, what I tell them first of all is who is, who is it? Who, who are you writing to? Who is that person? Who are you writing to? Hmm. Who are you telling your, sharing your story with? Who do you, better yet, who do you want to hear your story? And then find out where they are. Are they on Facebook? Are they on LinkedIn? Are they on Snapchat? I, you, know, you know, how old are you looking at a 15-year-old high school kid? Maybe you're a college recruiter, right? So you got to focus on 15, 16-year-old high school kids, right? And that's your target, or if, you know? And so where do you go for that? Establish yourself on one platform and then the rest can be supporting. You don't even need to be on the rest. But once you start building your brand on one of those platforms, so you only focus on one, then grow later. That's great. I, I like the idea of focusing on one and growing from there. Do you, um, I also like tell people test right? Try it out. If you think that they're on Snapchat, give it a try. Start it for 30 days, see what happens. And if it doesn't work, shut it down. Yeah, exactly. Or maybe you may not even need to shut it down, but you know, just don't worry about being everywhere, being everything to everybody, everywhere, all that stuff. Don't worry about that. Simplify your life. <laughs> I love it. Simplify your life. That's awesome, Jamie. Um, great advice for people. And, you know, and, and great advice coming from somebody who has those businesses that reaches all the different audiences and you teach people that stuff. So thanks for sharing that with the listeners. Mm. Do you, do you ever look around at, at what you're doing and think, gosh, I, I, I've kind of made it. I've, I, you know, you, you're, you, at the time of the recording, it's not yet done, but after, after this is released, the three day MBA event will have gone live. Um, mm. You know, you've got stop writing the pine with a couple hundred episodes. You have uh, bottleneck VAs that you're helping people all around the world around our country use virtual assistants. Like you've, you've got a lot of things going on. Do you look around and go, yeah, I think I'm kind of in the middle of making it. This is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, well, I look at it and, and I'm thankful for where I'm at. I'm thankful all the lessons that I've learned, but I'm definitely not made it. And I'm <laughs> definitely not even close to being where I want to be, but I've learned so much more. And I'm, I'm very appreciative of that. Um, I learn every single day. My goal is to simplify my, my life even more. Um, and I want to be in a position to where, um, you know, we're making a good income, we're giving back, we're really, really helping people out instead of being so scattered. And 2018 is all about simplification and organization. And, and I, I, so to answer your question, no, I haven't, I haven't even come close to making it, but man, I'm, I'm, I'm really enjoying the journey. And on that journey, so I'm going to, I'm going to throw a metaphor there to see if this makes sense to you, if you agree on that journey, as you keep moving forward, you reach, you reach back, it sounds like, and help those behind you to come forward too, don't you? Oh, heck yeah. Yeah. I love you know, that. one of our, one of our virtual assistants, Yang, she's amazing. Um, she's bought a house. I cannot tell you how awesome that feeling is that someone that works with us in our organization um, has has been able to improve their life uh, in such a way and as significant as buying a house like that, that to me is huge. And so we've created this system of sorts um, to where 
we're able to help other people and give back and give them an opportunity to make a living, not just earn, but make a living, put food on the table, have a, you know, a roof over their head, just enjoy life, go on vacation, um, spend time. Like last year was last year, last week was Holy week uh, in the Philippines. So the team took, took time off, spent time with their family and just had a great time. And, and it was so cool because these requests that would come in, Hey, can I have this and this and this day off? And you're yes, approved, go have fun. Mm-hmm. And then the claps, the little smiley faces, the thumbs up, the thank yous, you know, yeah. it makes it all worthwhile. And so, so yeah, it's a, uh, it's pretty incredible. That's cool. Beautiful. Bravo. Bravo on that. That's cool that you're making impact worldwide. I think that's awesome. Ah, a, thanks man. What a great way to, <laughs> what a great way to spend your, your days. Right. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. So if, if you were, so you consider yourself a storyteller and you, and you, mm-hmm. and you take in stories and everything else, but if you could only share one last story and be done being called a storyteller and, and had to do something different, what would that story be? Do you think? Well, um, selfishly, but I think the only, the only story would be to, um, share what my experience has been and in hope that at least one person could, you know, benefit and learn from my mistakes, my failures, my life, um, or, or learn from my successes. Maybe something that I do resonates with them or gives them an idea or something to that effect. And maybe somewhere I struggled and tripped up along the way or even fell backwards. Um, maybe they're going through that or maybe they're about to make a decision, you know, to where they don't want to do that. So my story would probably be kind of resharing what my life has been like and what my experience has been because that's what I know best. And that kind of a, a memoir type story, like you said, can help somebody else. Hopefully if you can just help one person, you've done something great, right? I'll tell you, um, there's, um, and I'm showing you this book here. This book is kind of, it doesn't make any sense. It's called the thank you book. Mm-hmm. Um, but a listener of the show sent this to me and he, he put a little note in there and uh, it's, it's right here. I, I won't read it, but there's a little handwritten note in here. And he, he, he one of the, the title of the book is called the thank you book. And he goes, I don't really know what's in this book. I didn't read it, but I just wanted to let you know, thank you for doing what you do. And it's kind of a goofy little way of saying it, but you know, thank you for sharing what you share. And I was like, Holy cow. Someone took the time to figure out where I lived, <laughs> mail me this <laughs> random book that is all about, you know, different ways to say, uh, Squirrels, piggy, thank you for your great ideas. You know, just weird, random stuff. And uh, it's, it's just all about thank yous in there. And it was neat for that. And, and that's one person, right? But from, based on something that I created out of nothing, I was able to uh, establish a platform where someone could listen to storytelling and, and, and improve their lives or improve their position in life or just whatever for them to take that moment. And you know how precious time is for all of us mm-hmm. to go out, go to the bookstore, purchase the book, package it up, hand write a note, hand write a note, <laughs> stick that in there and send it off. That to me was like, wow, you know, pretty cool. And that's happened several times. Mm. It's just, it's just exciting. 
That's awesome. That's, that's a beautiful story, Jamie. I appreciate <laughs> it, man. So where can, uh, where can people connect with you, whether it's, you know, for, for help with podcasts, help with VAs, uh, just to hear your, 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 your show. Is there one central place or a couple of places that can connect with you? Yeah. Just go to the storytellers network. <laughs> there and, you uh, go. <laughs> I'll, I'll have it on the show notes for sure. <laughs> Heck yeah. No, yeah. you could, you could pretty much Google, uh, Jamie J yeah. and you know, if we can, you can find out from there and yeah. The, awesome. Yeah. It's, it's just, man, I just, I love what you're doing and it's so cool and what an incredible topic. I think it's something that really needs to be explored and I, and I'm, I'm so stoked you're doing this. I appreciate it, man. Thanks again. I can't thank you and Sarah enough and the whole team, uh, you know, Mike and, and Karen and everybody for helping me launch the season one. And now we're in season two here. I can't even believe it. And I'm already looking at the next season. I'm, I'm shoot, man. I'm looking at 2019 going, gosh, what would season six look like? What about like, <laughs> it's incredible, man. I love what I'm doing. So there's a lot of, That's so thank awesome, you for that man. support, brother. Yeah. Heck yeah, man. Awesome. Yeah. Have, have fun. Continued, uh, continued fun on your, on your rides there. I enjoy watching your, your, Motorcycle. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I wonder if I can get for storytellers. I wonder if I can get like Willie G Davidson or one of the, one of the executives from Harley to come on and, and like, that'd be pretty cool. Wouldn't it? That'd be so cool. Talk about their marketing. <laughs> that'd be awesome. Well, Hey, thanks everybody. Connect with Jamie J for sure. Um, uh, yeah, man. Thanks so much for your time today. Oh man. Thank you. That's awesome. All right. Thank you so much to our guest, Jamie J. Gosh, I love talking to Jamie. Any, any day that I can talk to that man is absolutely awesome. I always walk away smiling. So thanks, Jamie. Uh, be sure to visit him online for sure. All those links are in the show notes to all the businesses, businesses that he's involved with and everything that he's doing. So check out the show notes for those links uh, and connect with Jamie because he's definitely well worth having uh, just in your tribe in any way you can. So there you go. And if you enjoyed this episode, please consider sharing it all over the place. You know, the usual social media, like, like what Jamie and I talked about, you know, Facebook, LinkedIn, uh, Twitter, Snapchat, wherever you can share it with other storytellers. Much appreciated. And speaking of appreciation, uh, I love it when we get reviews, man. I tell you what, if you love what we're doing, please leave us a review. And here's one that we got, uh, that I got from Cara F13. So Cara, uh, thank you so much for this. this is uh, eye-opening, heartwarming, brain-triggering. That was the title. That, that caught my brain-triggering. That caught my attention. I love that. She says, uh, Dan and his guests know how to bring it. Uh, it being well-spoken guests who are ready to authentically share about their successes and stumbles and all that got learned along the way. The show offers entertainment that is refreshing, honest, and inspiring. Uh, that's awesome. I love that. Thanks, Cara. Uh, if you want to build your craft as a storyteller and learn the importance of stripping away the walls, this is the podcast to listen to. Be real, be you, be your story. What is the story you live by and present to the world? Not sure. This podcast is guaranteed. Trigger your truth. Get ready. So thank you so much, Car. I appreciate that review. Uh, you can leave your review on Apple Podcasts or in you know Facebook or uh, Stitcher, wherever you can. So we appreciate that. Very, or I appreciate that very much. I always say we as if there's an army of people here with me. It's, uh, it's just me. If you're watching on YouTube, you can just see it's, it's just me. Anyway, so uh, I do appreciate it, though. Thank you for the reviews, uh, everybody. We've got a few on there, so that helps for sure. Hey, listen, uh, thanks for listening to the Storytellers Network. I do appreciate it very much. Thanks again, Jamie, for being on this episode. Uh, season two is, is pretty incredible, so uh, I'm excited. So there you go. Hey, have a wonderful rest of your day, whatever you're doing out there. And until next time, here's to telling our stories and having those stories to tell. Hey, cheers. Cheers.